The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 4th of November. In your squeeze today, the world's largest trade deal, rain brings a morale boost, Russia's new internet laws, and how to make $180 million. This is your squeeze today. Starting in Bangkok this morning, where there's a big summit going on, the East Asia Summit, our Prime Minister and our Trade Minister have jetted in, Claire, to discuss and potentially agree on the world's biggest trade deal. It's called the RCEP, which is the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership. And who doesn't want to start a Monday talking about big trade deals? So <laughs> it would cover about 30% of global economic activity and cover about half the world's population if it gets done. Negotiations have been underway for progress on that deal at this summit. Uh, India, though, yesterday threw a spanner in the works. Its Prime Minister, Narendra Modi is concerned that if it opens up its economy, particularly to China, that its big manufacturing industry will be disadvantaged. So the countries involved in this are, and are you ready? There's a few, (laughs) Brunei, Cambodia, Indonesia, Laos, Malaysia, Myanmar, the Philippines, Singapore, Thailand, Vietnam, plus China, Japan, India, South Korea, New Zealand and Australia. What's our position on this deal? We would really like this to go through if it improves Uh, trading conditions with those countries, that would be a big advantage to us. Countries involved in that deal count for 10 of our top 15 trading partners and 61% of our trade. So it would be really terrific to get a better deal there. Back home and some hopeful scenes over the weekend as rain fell on drought-affected parts of New South Wales and Queensland. Yes, some of those towns there only got, you know, 5, 10, 15 mils, but they really need a couple of hundred and, yeah, they were just so cock-a-hoop that they were able to get a bit of a a spell there. Uh, Mostly they said it was just a great morale booster and also, you know, the opportunity to open up their house. They've had to close it all up with all the dust storms with those dry conditions So to be able to, you know, open the windows up and have the dust settle a little bit was a really fantastic way to spend the weekend. Of course, it's not enough to do anything much, but they'll take it, as you say. Yeah, he's hoping for more. Um, To Hong Kong, more protests over the weekend, making it the 22nd consecutive week of unrest. Where are things up to over there? So there's been really violent demonstrations over the weekend. A couple of hundred people were arrested on Saturday and notably the office of the Chinese state media agency Jinhua was attacked for the first time. Last night there were some really bloody scenes. A knife-wielding man attacked a family after a political argument. That man also bit part of the ear off a district councillor. So, uh, yeah, some really terrible scenes. China last week, which had a big meeting among its leaders, uh, said that it's considering changes to how they administer Hong Kong and there's no end in sight to that unrest, so they're looking at other options. 
And there's a new law in Russia that restricts the public's access to internet sites. According to the government, that's to increase cybersecurity, but critics aren't convinced, Claire. They are not, and it's something called sovereign internet, which pretty much means that a country is able to really sort of fence off its uh, internet access to its, its citizens, much like what China does, although people are really unsure yet about what these laws in Russia will actually do. It's apparently quite a technically tricky and expensive operation to be able to do that. So they're waiting to see how it's actually implemented. Russians have previously protested this move. It certainly doesn't look good with critics saying that it's just a move by the government to really stop uh, dissent and criticism of it. And how about it? October delivered the biggest monthly rise in house prices since 2015. Yeah, certainly those consecutive months of price falls in the property market seem to be behind us. Analysts reckon that the market bottomed out in June, leading the way with price rises in October was in Melbourne with 2.3%, Sydney a little bit behind that with 1.7%. All the other capitals registered increases except for Perth, which went backwards by 0.4%. And looking across regional Australia as well, prices were up 0.4%. There you go. Saturday saw South Africa take out the Rugby World Cup, beating England 32 to 12. And if you don't know the life story of South Africa's captain, Sia Kalesi, it's well worth a Google. Ash Barty has won the WTA final in Shenzhen, China overnight, beating Ukraine's Alina Zvitalina in two sets. Not a bad paycheck either. Oh, she takes home $6.4 million for that win. It's the richest uh, in history in the women's uh, tennis comp and, yeah, a really nice payday for her. Yeah, and she finishes definitely 100% the year as world at number one. And we can't not talk about Elise Perry and Alyssa Healy and their record performance in the Women's Big Bash League last night, achieving a partnership of 199 runs. Yeah, breaking records there, an incredible effort by those women uh, that delivered a win for their Sydney Sixers. A quick message now from Australian Mushrooms. First up, did you know that mushrooms last at least a week when stored in a brown paper bag in your fridge? So when you're shopping, fill the bag. That way you can just add them to a variety of meals throughout the week. For some inspiration, how about a mushroom, zucchini and bacon frittata? Good for breakfast, lunch, dinner or even as a snack. A pesto mushroom risotto or an ancient grain and mushroom salad. If you need a recipe for any of these, head to australianmushrooms.com.au. They're all there plus hundreds more. That link is also in your episode notes. Before we go, Claire, one way to get rich is to invent the catchiest song in the world. <laughs> yeah, pretty simple, you isn't know, it? Piece I mean, of cake. you know, surely anyone can do that. Yeah, the Korean family who are behind Pink Fong, the publishers of uh, Baby Shark, they've accumulated a fortune of more than $180 million since the release of that song about three years ago. Wow. Uh, it's mostly off the back of royalties from that song. And when you go online and see that it's had 3.8 billion views and it keeps increasing, you can see the counter tick over, uh, you can understand why they've uh, accumulated that money. It's so much more than a song now as well. It's a big business baby shark. Yeah, and interestingly used in the protests in Lebanon, it became the sort of de facto theme song of the nationals who have just won the Baseball World Cup in the US. It's finding some interesting new audiences. That is true. What's the email subject line today? 
Email subject line today, I've gone for life as a highway, you know, the old 90s song. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. That goes to uh, Pauline Hansen uh, and Bob Catter. They're hitting the road and putting some personal previous baggage behind them uh, to really go and do a bit of a drought tour of Queensland. So that'll be interesting to watch this week. Yeah, not not friends usually, but... No, competitors. Yeah, Yeah, political competitors very much. On drought, we do have a squeeze shortcut out on that very topic. We've also talked about Hong Kong in the podcast today and Ashbardi. If you want the background to what's going on there in Hong Kong or if you just want to know a bit more about Aussie sporting hero Ashbardi, we have a shortcut on both of those topics. Search for squeeze shortcuts in your podcast app. Enjoy your Monday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit for member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy to understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.